Five years ago, I was getting ready to interview for the job, the job I was working eight plus years to get, the job I knew if I got it, it would confirm I made it. Yet, as I sat outside waiting for my name to be called, I was ridiculously nervous. Not nervous because it was an interview, but nervous I was about to do something I was going to regret. Today's episode, I share how I made a choice, how I took a chance and made the change from feeling unfulfilled and overworked to a fulfilled corporate HR manager running a side business while raising a family. It's your host, Lisa Rigoli, and welcome to today's episode. If we are meeting for the first time, hello. And a little bit about me. I am an HR manager by day, content creation and connection strategist by night, a wife and a mom. I help corporate moms who are building a side business or who are thinking of building a side business build that raving online fan base through content creation and connections. And today's episode is all about how I went from unfulfilled and overworked to fulfilled and in control. Now, my entrepreneurial journey has been a bumpy and windy road with several twists and turns. My entrepreneurial journey at times felt like climbing Copper Lake Mountain, which is a beautiful mountain in Crest Butte, Colorado. A hike that I was told would be tough to climb, but the view would be to die for. And as I climbed Copper Lake, as I would try to catch my breath as the air became thinner and thinner the further up I went, the more I questioned, how did I get here? Do I even want to do this? Will the view be worth it? Or like the many years I debated quitting my corporate job questioning, will the grass really be greener on the other side? Is it worth the risk to leave the known for the unknown? Can you relate to one of those? I went from unfulfilled and overworked to fulfilled and clear on my mission, and today I'm going to share with you how. There are three pivotal moments that led me where I am today. Pivot number one is about choice. Pivot number two is about chance. And pivot number three is about change. Pivot number one is about the choice I made to take the leap. Five years ago, I was getting ready to interview for the job, the job I was working eight plus years to get. The job I knew if I landed this position, it would confirm I made it. Yet as I sat outside waiting for my name to be called, I was ridiculously nervous. Not nervous because it was an interview, but nervous I was about to do something I was going to regret. At the time, I was working 70 plus hours a week. I wasn't dating. I had a limited social life, and I was the heaviest I've ever been. This is not what I envisioned for my 30s. This is not the life I dreamt about as a little girl. Yet here I am outside this room getting ready to interview. It was in this moment that I chose me. Society tells us success is graduating from college and having a successful career. Yet I graduated not only with my BA, but my master's in HR management. And I had a successful career, which I received three promotions within eight years. But why was I so unfulfilled, so exhausted, and just extremely overworked? How could this be the dream life for the next 30 plus years? And why couldn't I shake this burning desire to create my own roles and become my own boss? I knew in this moment, sitting outside this interview room, it was now or never. So I did it. I took the leap. I said no to the promotional opportunity. I walked away away from my six-figure job at Target moved across the country in pursuit to create my own roles and become my own boss. And here's what I learned when I chose to take the leap. Lean into the dream you're having. 
If you're having a reoccurring desire to start something and it's not well mapped out, I want you to start anyway. Even if you're terrified as hell of the unknown, I want you to start anyway. Even if you're unsure of what you'll discover at the end, I want you to start anyway. Pivot number two was about the chance. The chance to fail fast and to fail often. Now, I moved across the country. I found another corporate job while I started building my coaching practice on the side. I wasn't an experienced coach in the traditional sense, and I had several fears coming up of, who am I to be coaching other women? Who am I to be starting my own business? I also didn't know a thing about where to start or how to start a business plan. When I got tired of sulking in my own fear of what success could or would look like, I decided the only way to overcome this fear was to, you know, gain more experience and knowledge as a qualified coach. So I enrolled into a coaching certification that took almost two years to complete and spent over $10,000 on online programs and courses. I hired not one, but four coaches to help me build my business. I did all these things because I was looking for confidence. I was looking for direction. I was looking for a bulletproof system to be successful online as a business coach. Two years later, I went from having 10 plus K in savings to having debt. Fail number one. I was so lost and so confused. And now I had another issue. Where was I going to find clients and a consistent pipeline of clients? Then it hit me. Ding, 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 ding. Use my network. At the time, I would have now worked for two Fortune 500 companies and had established a large network of friends and colleagues. So I reached out to 10 people in my network every week via email for about a month, sharing what I was working on and who I was looking to work with. In this email, I asked for my former colleagues if they knew anyone that was looking for a business or a career coach and to send them my way. In the beginning, this worked out great. Since I had established great relationships with these individuals, I was getting referrals left and right. And within 30 days, I was fully booked with clients with no issues. One week, I was helping a client build their resume and land their next promotion. And then another week, I was helping another client launch their online side business. Does anything sound off with that setup? It should. This process wasn't working. Why? I was serving all types of clients with different frustrations and challenges, with different circumstances happening in their personal and professional life, and clients with different lifestyles and experiences based on their age. Fail number two. Here's what I learned when I took the chance to fail fast and fail often. Less is more. Once you streamline your business and only focus on the one person you want to serve, you can help them solve their one problem with your one method. Your business will begin to unfold in the right direction. You will feel less overwhelmed and unclear of what you should be doing and shift your focus on how you can make a big impact, the impact you so desire to make. Now, if you want to learn more about identifying your one person and their one problem, check out episode number two, how to identify your ideal client, and episode number three, the ultimate cheat sheet to define what problem you're solving for with your ICA. All 
All right, I wanted to pop in and interrupt our training today because I firmly believe if you are running an online business of any kind and you don't have a plan to create binge-worthy content, then you are definitely leaving money on the table. You're going to struggle with building authentic online connections. Building connections through your messaging, also known as your content, should be a priority in your business. But where do you get started? How do you build your content system? Well, I've got just the free training class to get you going down the right road in order to create that binge-worthy content. All you need to do is head over to lisaregoli.com forward slash training for a free training class where I will walk you through how to get started. Pivot number three is about change and specifically changing the course. As my business started to move in the right direction, as I started to build more confidence in my methodology, as I started to only work with clients that fit my one ICA profile, I got closer to my number one goal, to become my own boss. I was paving the way for this to happen. I even had a date of when I would be leaving corporate in 2018, and I was announcing it to my friends and to my online community every chance I could. I was literally waking up every morning doing a happy dance because I couldn't believe how everything was unfolding. I was never more confident about a decision. I knew without a shadow of a doubt, I'd be creating my own rules, I'd be my own boss, and corporate would be behind me once and for all. Shit, even my boss knew I was leaving. This was all unfolding right as I was getting married to my best friend. Things were looking great and on target to leave corporate by the end of the year. OMG, I kept thinking, I am going to be a wife living in Florida with my own business that I can do from anywhere, and soon I'll be leaving my corporate job. And then three big things happened that changed the course in my plan to leave corporate. Number one, I got pregnant. Oh my goodness, we are going to be parents is what I told myself. I don't want to say Gianna was unplanned because we wanted kids since the second we started dating, but she was unplanned as relates to my timing and how I wanted things to map out. Two, the government shutdown of 2018. My husband was impacted. As a bankruptcy lawyer, the Department of Justice was closed. So as weeks went by, it was uncertain what workflow would look like for him. Number three, my business financials for 2018. With everything that happened in 2018, with having our dream destination wedding, the move to Florida from Colorado, getting pregnant, all while running a side business, I crunched the numbers for 2018, and I made basically enough (laughs) to keep the lights on. And I don't mean to laugh, but I honestly chucked it up as girl math. Now, girl math is a joke I have with my husband. Girl math is when I see a sale on a new pair of shoes or I want a new outfit and I tell my husband I saved us money because I didn't pay for the items for full price. And he will have to politely correct me and say, you didn't really save us money, Bubba, if you weren't planning on spending money. And that's when we coined the term girl math. So I basically chalked up my business financials for 2018 as girl math when I tried convincing myself and my husband I still had a successful 2018 because I was able to pay to keep my business running. These are the three factors combined that I realized I wasn't ready to leave corporate. And I was sick to my stomach at this moment. And I didn't really know if I was truly sick of the idea that I won't be leaving corporate or if it was just morning sickness. But I knew that my course had changed. And I had to shift how I was going to continue to juggle a corporate job, build a business now while raising a family. And here's what I learned when I changed my course. One, shift your mindset. 
I had to shift my mindset mindset. And let's be honest, at times I felt like a fraud. How am I going to go back on social media? How am I going to look to my friends and say, just kidding, I'm not starting 2019 as my own boss. I had to shift my mindset to now I get to continue to help other corporate women build their side business while juggling a corporate job. I get to continue for the time pretty much unknown to help other women that need to see that not only can it be done, but it can be done while raising a family. And two, I had to be courageous and go after what I want and needed, and I need you to do that too. I also had to learn to be courageous and ask for what I wanted for my corporate job and get what I've been desiring for 10 plus years. I had to go to my boss and ask for a flexible schedule so that way I could have that freedom I was so desiring and still have that continued financial freedom. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, here's what I want you to do. Take a quick screenshot of you listening to the Corporate Side Hustler podcast and upload the image to your Instagram stories and tag me in it at the Corporate Side Hustler. I would love to hear from you and connect with you on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you the same time next week. Until then, enjoy the rest of your day. Bye for now.